Finally, the pastor of Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, facing charges tonight after opening his church to the homeless. The local zoning commission told the church they could no longer house the homeless because there's no bedrooms and people are not allowed to eat or sleep on the property. Apparently, it's better to do so outside in the cold. The pastor has racked up 18 charges of zoning violations. He says he gets a new charge every day that he remains open. And that pastor, Chris Avell, joins us now along with his attorney at First Liberty Institute, Jeremy D Diss. Uh, Dice, Jeremy, or Diss? Dice. Dice, got it. So sorry, pastor, to you, your church is not allowed to take in the homeless. The kind of conundrum here because they're saying you don't have beds, but you're not allowed to have beds. So because you don't have beds, you can't have homeless staying in there overnight. It seems unbelievable that they want the people outside in the cold versus inside the church. Yeah, well, last year we made the decision uh, to keep our church doors open 24-7. We had opened um, during uh, extreme heat and extreme cold before to allow people in. And it's kind of this idea that we believe that anyone who's weary and burdened, uh, they can come and find rest. And we believe it's true rest, like rest for their souls and as a church, we believe we're commanded to take those care of those in need. It's not optional. And it's our mission to show Christ's love to even those the world re rejects, like people who God loves right. them, you know, but it, that's our belief, right? He, he loves them so much. He sent his son, Jesus, to rescue anyone who turns to him in faith. We yeah. believe that. And um, in November, the city delivered a letter. They actually posted a sign outside the church um, kind of saying you have 10 days to get the people out and stop this ministry. And um, I just can't do that. I, I, I have to follow Christ. And uh, the people who stay, they stay because they have nowhere else to go. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, no one wants to stay in a church, um, but but they, they have nowhere else to go. We're the church. We won't send them away. And yeah. so unfortunately, the city doesn't agree and they filed 18 criminal charges against me. And uh, but I'm convinced, Trace, that the church is not just called the teach and preach, but to feed the hungry, welcome the stranger, visit the prisoner, clothe the naked, care for the widow and the orphan. That's what yeah. the Bible says. And, and uh, it, it matters to me because uh, I believe that everything we do, we do for Jesus. That's what yeah. I believe. Chris, you're a good man. Uh, uh, now to you, Jeremy, because the chief of Bryan Police told Action News, quoting here, a reasonable amount of time was given for both the tenant and property owner to fix the issues. Due to the safety of all involved, the city moved forward with filing charges to fix the issues, to put beds in a place you can't. I don't get, there's no remedy, there's no fix. No, I want folks to think about this for a second. If you're a pastor, think about driving up to your church on Sunday morning like Pastor Avell did this past Sunday morning, getting out of your car to find a squad car pulling up beside you and out pops a police officer and hands you uh, 18 different criminal charges for the offense of caring for the homeless in the dead of winter. That's what it's come to. It's not enough for the city of Bryan, Ohio to uh, to castigate them on a civil basis for failing to yeah. abide by this, that, or the other thing. They've already violated the law in that regard. We're going to hold them accountable for that. But right. to then tell the pastor and to hold him criminally responsible for daring to take care of the homeless in the frigid winter, they would rather kick these folks to the curb in the cold outdoors uh, of, of December and early January than allow the church to remain a church open 24-7 to those who need it the most. It's unconscionable. I've seen a lot of things at FirstLiberty.org, but this takes the cake. <laughs> this is taking the cake. Pastor, you get a new charge every day that you allow the homeless. Is it worth it? Will you keep going? Absolutely. I, I, I have no choice. I mean, honestly, I can't say this is about God. It's about his love for the poor, for the marginalized, for people like me 
who have fallen short are in desperate need of help. Um, God gave me a love for them, Trace, because he first loved me. You know, I wasn't always a believer. I used to be an atheist. And, uh, and this is what God did for me. I was spiritually homeless, and he provided a home for me in heaven. I believe that. And, uh, and, and Trace, he's put a, a burden on my heart for them. Uh, many of these people, they've been rejected by their families. They've been cast aside by their communities. So if the church isn't willing to lay down her life for them, who will? Like, this is what we're called to do. And I can't help it because I believe this is the mission of the church, um, to, to make disciples. And this is how we do it, by showing the love of Christ, preaching the truth, and laying down our lives in service and in humility as Christ laid down his life for us. That's what I believe. Yeah. Uh, again, I reiterate, you're a good man, Pastor Chris Avell, Jeremy Dice. Uh, best of luck on your fight. We will keep checking in with you to find out how this is going, and uh, we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Race. Hey, welcome back to Inside of Four Walls, and we have an interesting one for you today. Ohio Church filed a federal lawsuit after a pastor was charged for allowing homeless people to sleep there. Quote, some of the calls were for criminal mischief, trespassing, overdose, larceny, harassment, disturbing the peace, and sexual assault, the city alleged. Now, here's the thing. I've heard this story talked about by quite a few people, and it seems to be going in two different ways, right? You have a lot of people saying, well, they just housed the homeless. You have that guy who's on TikTok and YouTube, big, all tatted up, former convict guy with the big beard. Has had us make pedos afraid again, and sometimes he just has really retarded fucking takes, like completely retarded fucking takes. And he did like an in-depth analysis of this one, and I could tell he was jumping over a lot of shit. And with these stories, a lot of things tend to get overlooked. Like, for example, during the hurricanes and floods, when Joel Steen was telling people, "No, I don't come to my church for shelter." It wasn't him telling them that. It was literally the city saying that if you have any of these people in your church during this event, we will come for your building. So, you know. Now, I would say as a man of God, he should... St. Joel's a man of God. I know, I know. But he, he should have, like, oh, well, too bad. I'm going to guess I, I might have to deal with this legally later on. He would have had so much support from him, too. But let's get into this. By Cassandra McDonald. An Ohio church has filed a federal religious discrimination lawsuit after its pastor was charged for allowing homeless people to sleep there. The church, Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, Dad's Place? Okay. Began offering temporary housing to people in need last year. The city raised zoning and safety concerns and ordered them to stop, but the pastor, Chris Avell, refused to comply. According to the report from NPR, Avell now faces 18 zoning code violations, which are punishable by fines to six months in prison or both. In the lawsuit filed Monday, the church argued that providing food and shelter to those in need, uh, who need it, is a protected religious activity. Now, I believe it is. Um, I, however, do not believe that, like, okay, so if we're talking about people living in your church, this goes into an entirely different problem. Especially if a lot of people living in your church are people with drug problems. Uh, a lot of the homeless community tend to have drug problems, tend to be very violent individuals. And then you cram all into a small church together, you could get a lot of violence. You, and drug use, all that is very plausible. I mean, hell, you hear about it all the time, dude. I don't live that far from Detroit, man. I can't 
can't tell you the amount of like horror stories you hear about like um, you know abused women's shelters like there's stories about women's shelters getting their front doors kicked in by like jaded boyfriends and ex-husbands and shit looking for the woman to finish what he started essentially so you you, you know you hear these stories all the time so if this church is in like you know a community and it wants it, you know and, and the church is attracting more and more people who are of this violent nature and perhaps the church you know the problem you have with a lot of these more modern day more progressive churches is they're not really there for rehabilitation they're there to just kind of offer a safe place for debauchery and that's a big problem and instead of acting like a rehabilitation where they offer you resources and encourage you to get aid and if you don't get aid they turn you away and tell you to leave the premises which that's what a good church does at give a fuck if you make a valid argument you know a good argument you can sway my mind but uh yeah no a church is not obligated to anyone a church isn't uh, uh, people have a lot of uh, people expect a lot more from the church than they should and in many ways the church operates as a secondary branch of government in a lot of people's lives and that's a big fucking problem that also has led to the weak Christian standing in, in America. Like, progressive Christians have uh, utterly ran a fucking muck in this country, and, 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 and it's disgusting. It has allowed a lot of socialist and communist teachings into the church as well, and I'm just not here for it. Like, just look at the fucking Pope, though I would say Catholics are not Christian, too much animal worship. Yeah, you're totally Christian, that's why you pray to all the saints and all these dead historical figures that aren't, you know, Christ. Okay. And it's weird you don't pray to God. It's weird you pray to like, saints and Mother Mary and all that shit. It's a little, a little weird. Like, there's no biblical justification for the Pope of the Vatican. I have a whole conspiracy theory about the Pope of the Vatican. Uh, I'll say that for a little chat. Um, anyway, uh, Dad's Place Brian began offering temporary housing to people in the city of Rezoni and safety concerns, ordering them to stop, but the pastor, Chris Avell, refused to comply. According to a report from NPR, Avell now faces 18 zoning code violations, read all that, but in the lawsuit filed on Monday, the church argued that providing food and shelter to those in need is a protected, uh, again, it, it is, and if you're just providing food and shelter, then that's one thing, or you're just providing food and, you know, temporary shelter, that's one thing, but if you're having people full-on live and take up residence and shelter for long-term periods in your church, again, tend to it with this kind of crowd you you can attract real unwanted unsavory types of figures and if your church isn't strongly pushing the you know clean up your acts if not for god for yourself and it's just enabling them then that's going to drag the entire community down as that church essentially goes from being a place of worship and shelter to essentially a drug den disguised as a place of uh, again, a, a lot, a lot of these churches, man, a lot of these progressive churches are really just like faux religious centers that push DEI bullshit and preach a fake progressive gospel of the they them. It's retarded, man, and I, I will stand for it. Quote: Churches have throughout history, in this country and in others, uh, they have taken in anybody who walks through their doors. Churches simply have the right to care for them. Jeremy Dyes, who is representing Avell, said in a lawsuit according to the report, 
the complaint asks for the charges against Devel to be dropped and for the city to be uh, city to be barred and ca- uh, barred from kicking people out of the church. Again, I, I absolutely agree. I don't think the federal government should have any ability to step into the church, and I am very dubious and very very lucky. Okay, no local authorities cannot step into the church too. But the thing is, it wasn't like the police just stepped in here. Local residents raised the concerns. Local residents are the ones that make the complaint, which means the right level, the right channels were utilized for this. And now it goes to court. And look, if, if there was nothing dubious going on, then that's fine. It's just, and normally I would give a church a benefit of a doubt. But with what we've seen with progressive Christianity and the pride flags and how a lot of these churches in a lot of these bigger cities have started to just become glorified drug dens, I do not extend the benefit of a doubt. And it's unfortunate, too. It, it really is. Uh, though I, I think, unfortunately, we live in a time where people are best... Uh, if you... I, I think people are better off building their own church. Sort of. and, and, and what I mean is, like, just get you and your friends together and do a Bible study in somebody's house. Or go camping something. Have, like, a, a group gather in somebody's backyard or residence. Whatever the fuck. Take turns. Whatever. And have a little congregation held up there. The organized big church thing, even the small local churches, they're, they're just so captured. It's... You know, I, I just... I, I, I get more out of more intimate settings where you have like a small five to twelve person gathering at like a barbecue setting or around a campfire or some small quiet setting where there's multiple people and you take turns and you read verses and you go through the scripture discuss what it means and that, that you get more of an intimate setting and you also get multiple people of faith gathered and uh, in the main or main purpose of large churches and local churches in your community should be more or less for your... Well, well that's what it is. It's, it's to know people in your community who you share faith with. It's a good way to net build a network and to know who in your community shares a like-minded view with you. Because if you're, you know, Protestant, you know, it's, it's if you know who else is in your neighborhood is Protestant. If you're Catholic, it's a good way to know who in your neighborhood is Catholic. If you're Jewish, you know, sitting in a church, but whatever. You know, so on and so forth. You get the idea. Uh, a, a big problem is you have a lot of people who have the Bible spoken to them, but they never read it themselves. So many Christians never read their own book. They have somebody yell the book at them. And they never take the time to actually figure out, is it this person's interpretation? Is is, is the head of my church telling me the actual scripture for what it is? Or are they just shoveling their ideologies down my throat? A lot of people would just rather sit passive and, and act like church is a continuation of their fucking public school career where they just sit there and have some so-called authority figure lecture them about what it all means and they don't actually crack it themselves they just kind of nod and memorize what they're told by the person you 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 get the point of driving home but yes also at the same time if a church is a, a church should offer resources the church should offer protection a church should offer resources and aid and help and food for those who need it so long as the people seeking that are also seeking to better themselves even if it's not necessarily to become a Christian right it's not necessarily even about becoming a Christian it's about how can we conserve you the, the individual the, the, the living entity 
to have the healthiest life you can have? What do you need to get started? You know, if that's a shower, a clean pair of clothes, and some food, and a night of rest, and a ride to a job interview the following morning after a good breakfast, then so be it. But the bottom line is there has to be that commitment to self-improvement. Again, you don't have to do it for God, but at least show it for yourself. But you have a lot of churches that don't want to do that. They want to just enable it and say fuzzy, flowery bullshit so they can fill pews instead of filling the heart. That's a big fucking problem. It's a really big problem. And again, look, I'm Lutheran. I'm not gonna... I'm, look, I, uh, to newer subscribers, bringing up my faith is this is not that common of thing. It just happens to be the lineup of articles. It's just sort of happened to come up. Alright? Lutherans are no better. Even the so-called strictest synods of us have fallen into a lot of these woke ideologies. And it's unfortunate. You know, there's a lot of infighting. Me, I don't have... I'm homeless when it comes to churches. So I just, you know, gather with groups. Um, I'm also, I also got some views that a lot of Lutherans would turn their noses up, but a lot of Lutherans and a lot of Protestant churches, as well as the Catholic Church, have adopted a lot of practices that I have turned my nose and back on. And I, uh, I don't intend to going back. It just kind of is how it is. Uh, your church is, uh, essentially you have to be yourself and whatever group you decide, or whatever extra person or individual you choose to practice worship uh, just, uh I don't know maybe I should say that for a let's chat down the road but we'll we'll, we'll continue on according to the report the complaint asks for the charges against Avell to be dropped and for the city to be barred from keeping people out of the church on Friday the city published a press release that said that beginning last May, they began receiving reports of inappropriate activity at the church. Quote, Some of the calls were criminal mischief, trespassing, overdose, larceny, harassment, disturbing the peace, and sexual assault, the press release alleged. The city also said that there were 18 violations of Ohio Fire Code discovered during an inspection by the chief of police. The statement continued, quote, a church does not have any special rights under the zoning code in a city uh, in the city expects uh, ex city expects Pastor Avell and Dad's place to follow the law. Again, that's what I was saying. You're right, there's certain privileges you have, but when it comes to like a fire hazard and, and your church being a, a, a risk to the community, you're not protected. And yeah, that raises a big red flag of this, this church has this response to it. Uh, February 9th, the trial will begin. Now let's, uh, let's, let's do some real quick. Pastor in the city of Bryan was arraigned this morning for housing the homeless in his church. Pastor Chris Avell, he pleaded not guilty on 18 counts. Those charges included zoning violations for running a church that sheltered the homeless. The law states residential use in first floor buildings in business district is banned. The pastor tells WTOL 11 he was just doing his God-given duty. This is what the Lord God teaches, is to take care of the little orphan. We have widows in our church, and we've had people who may not be kids under the law, but they're orphans. 
going to do. This is what the Holy God teaches, is to take care of the widow orphan. We have widows in the church, and we have um, people who they may not be kids in, under the law, but they're orphans. What does that mean? What does that mean? Hold on. Kids under the law? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, it, red flags abounded from the beginning. A lot of people were all, all, all... Usually when it comes to a church and people with pride flags are defending the church, usually I know some bullshit's up. And then he goes, I know they may not be kids under the law, but they're children under God. It's like, what, what does that fucking mean? Are you housing illegal immigrants? And if you're housing illegal immigrants, illegal immigrants bring crime. It's a fucking fact. All right. All right. And then I'm over here, right here. Dad's place filed a lawsuit on January 22nd. Over here at Fox 10, Phoenix. Which is a local station on Phoenix, but not Ohio. But anyway, uh, right here. Pastor Chris Chavelle declined to follow the city's mandates and is facing 18 zoning code violations, which involve up to six months in prison, fines, or both, NPR reported. Dad's Place filed a lawsuit on January 22nd, stating that providing food and shelter to people in need is a religious activity and it is being treated uh threatened by city officials related to zoning laws the suit also calls for charges against the pastor to be dropped while requesting certainty that the city of Bryan won't prevent anyone from staying at dad's place again i hate that name that name is a massive red fucking flag their motto is a church that loves like a family that is a massive red flag. That shit, your church is named my is named Dad's Place. A church that loves like a family. I would turn away from that church based on that fucking introduction. Like no. No, but I'll read through this. It gets way worse. And and I read this in through a couple different articles, right? And all I did was I Googled uh Dad's Place Church, Ohio, illegal immigrants. Because when he said they may not be children under, under the law, but they're children of God, I that was such a red flag. And I, you'll see what I mean. Uh, last year, uh, police started receiving calls about Dad's Place related to worries about crime incidents at the church, according to a release from the city of Bryan. An inspection of the city's fire department uncovered 18 code violations under the Ohio Fire Code, including a gas leak, improper un installation of laundry facilities, and inadequate or unsafe exits in the church. Wow. So, the ingredients for a fire, plus limited ability and limited exits in case of fire. Ah. Wow, what a weird omission. This is why it's important to always fact check your sources and read multiple articles before you read. Uh, make sure you read multiple articles. Always go to the local ones if you can. Uh, independent news outlets usually are better, but see this, you, you gotta get that bullshit detector with you at all times. For installation of laundry facilities and inadequate unsafe exits in the church. City officials later learned that Dad's Place was letting people live in the building, but the church is an area that doesn't allow residential use on 
the first floor of the building. Aveln knew the city's concerns, but continued letting homeless people stay at the church without permission. And the city of Brian uh, pursued criminal charges against the pastor related to zoning violations and release notes. Jeremy dies, an attorney for Avell, and, and, and so all this, a lot of people read the end of this story when I first heard about this, was, well, when that fucking Sub-Zero frog, uh, cold wave came through, he had to house homeless people so they wouldn't die. I was like, well, there's, Ohio's a lot of St. Vincent de Paul, and there's a lot of homeless shelters all over Ohio. There's a lot of resources. True, I mean, a lot of churches... Also taking the homeless and stuff. Usually the caveat. And so that, that's the thing that was weird. I'm like, but usually the churches taking homeless people don't have the high crime rate around them because they usually turn them away or turn them in when crime happens. So if crime's been happening for months on end, people have been complaining. So this is two years worth, and the complaints going back to last year and uh, this year. So that's going on to two. Let me. See. Sorry, that's a year and some change correction. People have complained about this church. And it failed a fire safety inspection. And they have inadequately installed laundry machines, which means they probably rapidly brought in tons of laundry machines. In fact, the head of the church described it, described these people as not children under the law, which is so weird, because they're homeless kids. They're still legally homeless kids. The only way they would be considered homeless kids is if they're illegal immigrants. And they should be bound, so I don't care how old they are. That's all that's whatever turned to the camp from's fucking problem. One way plane ticket, bitch. Bye! And one way plane ticket's actually very nice. Uh compared to some of the alternatives I've heard, people are saying some weird shit on Twitter about how to handle the illegal alien situation, and uh I don't know if I agree, but a lot of those plans have German subtitles, I tell you. But continuing on. Uh, Avell knew the city's concerns. I didn't grow. Uh, without permission, letting homeless people stay at the church without permission, the city of Brian pursued criminal charge, And the city of Brian pursued criminal charges against the pastor related to zoning violations, the release noted. Jeremy dies, an attorney for Avell and the church told the Associated Press that the church will remain open to people needing its religious services until at least March 4th when a judge will consider its request for injunction against the city. The church wants a federal judge to issue a restraining order for an, or an injunction to keep the city and top officials from enforcing or implying or, sorry, or applying the city's ordinance to burden the plaintiff's religious exercise. Again, it's not <sighs> taking care of the homeless and all that shit. Well, it is an obligation of the church. It is not a protected activity of the church. It's just not, especially when it comes to putting that building. And again, your church is inside. Your church is built into a residential. Is built into an office building. It's not like a cathedral church church. It's like, it, uh, whatever. Oof. Uh, of course, I'm replying. Uh, it also seeks damages and attorney's fees. Avell pleaded not guilty in court on January 11th and said that this church, he wants to welcome anybody regardless of the time of day. 
Uh, I'm just weirdly suspicious of this church. But again, you know, it's just that's such a weird line. May not be kids in, under the law, but they're orphans. What does that mean? Uh, this is how I worship my God, and I just want to be able to worship my God. Yeah, but I don't. Here's the. Brian, a tiny rural community, charged a local pastor with zoning violations. Again, is no one else weirded out by the fact that he said they may not be children under the law, but they're children under... Again, that's just a very, very weird, um, weird phrase. Oh yeah, maybe I'm missing something, but if again, very weird story. Again, of course they're going through it. More information will come out of it, and when the documents come out and the testimonies are down, and we can hear both sides of the argument, we'll have more information. But for the time being, neither side has really convinced me, and perhaps the audience, you guys, have more information about this. But until next time, this has been Inside Four Walls, and I will talk.